Big overtime win for the Celtics over the Lakers. We're going to spend a little bit of time laughing at LeBron and the Lakers for the handling of a foul. Okay, yeah, he did get fouled. But that whole thing was really just hilarious. Plus, Jalen Brown didn't need the redemption, but he got it, and he made the most of it. And Joe Mazzula, smart timeout usage. Yeah, we're going to talk about it all right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day, and I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you are a subscriber. So if you're not, then you're just going to have to find the podcast somewhere else. Makes sense. Just subscribe. It goes right to whatever app you want to use. It's also on YouTube. You can watch the show. You can join a growing community of Celtics fans in the comment section, talking about the game, talking about the podcast. I love uh, all of you for making this your first listen every day. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I played professionally once upon a time, a long, long time ago. And today we are here after the Boston Celtics big overtime win over the Los Angeles Lakers 125-121. A wild, we'll call it a wild game. Uh, apologies to those of you who have been waiting for the podcast. It's just too late after uh, an ABC 840 start to uh, record a podcast. So we're doing it super early on Sunday so you can have all day to listen to it. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, Prize Picks for first time users can uh, get 100% instant deposit match with worth up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Let's bring in Tom Westerholm. Tom underscore NBA. Back from Miami, Tom? I am. I, am. I was looking around my, uh, my my office now that I've set it back up after uh, arriving back from Miami. Um, yeah, yeah. I was trying to find a camera so that I could hold it up and show you that I got fouled. Um, but I yeah. Find it. You know, it's, yeah, that, that, that would have been smart. That would have been a smart, very normal thing to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, what the hell? Let's just go. Let's just dive into it. Later on, we'll talk about the, the the rest of the game later. We'll talk about Jalen Brown in the second segment. Let's just do this. What the hell is going through Brad Patrick Beverly's mind to say, I'm going to go grab a camera. Here, ref, look at the camera. What is he hoping to accomplish there? Here's the thing. I don't like Patrick Beverly very much. Like, it just has, I, I like, mean, a player. I, I mean, I, I think I, I never like those players where it's, like, the, the, the line between, like, kind of, like, where, where there's just like this little blurring of like dirty versus not dirty. It's just like, I, I don't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I never like that kind of stuff. That was hilarious. Like <laughs> that was the funniest technical I've seen in a long time. Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what he was thinking. Like it certainly didn't help the Lakers at all, but um, as far as just like over dramatic histrionics, I mean, LeBron was like, you know, like crumpled up on the grounds. Uh, I mean, like, like truly just like doing Hollywood proud, like the Lakers last night with all this stuff. But then, and like, so like LeBron, I felt like, I mean, the thing is like, he was objectively correct. Like he got, he got smacked. 
and, and like the ball obviously missed the layup because he got smacked. Like he should have been going to the free throw line, but like, and, and so like, I understand he was correct. I like his, his like kneel down on the floor and like pull his arm down into like, a, you know, <laughs> like, like, it was, it was very funny. Um, I thought it was overdramatic and kind of, uh, you know, kind of like, come on, dude, you could do this. But, but Beverly pulling out the camera, like I'm, I'm all in favor. Like he earned that technical, but sure. man, that was funny. I, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> that, I mean, from a basketball perspective, you can say that he really screwed his team there because oh, yeah. <laughs> they had, they had the ball down four. You can say like in overtime, you know, it was, it was a four point game when, yeah. He got that last shot. If if he hadn't done that stupid thing, let's just pretend everything goes exactly the same. If they have a chance to tie the game at the end, oh, but yeah. he had to pull that camera out. So look, uh, I'm, look, man, I, the, the Lakers aren't very good. They're not a good team. So like, no. I mean, so like, w- like, w- what do you want? You want the you want the the maybe a chance at a three point win, or do you want the really excellent meme going around oh, Twitter? Yeah, oh. look, this Lakers team is not good enough to like, I, I think, I think he made the right decision. I fully support. <laughs> <laughs> and this has nothing I mean, to do with the, this has nothing to do with the Celtics winning. I just think like this Lakers season, like if you can get a joke off like that, I think you got to do it. I look, listen, I, I just got to say the tone of this podcast in the first five minutes of locked on Lakers is a little bit different in discussing <laughs> the foul. I listened to the Lockdown Lakers podcast on the way home, and oh my god, uh, matching matching the 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 locker room comments. I mean, I gotta say, the the NBA charity that benefits from the fines is yeah. is just they just got double their money because everybody is getting fined after that one. Darvin Ham, Anthony Davis, Dennis Schroeder, Patrick Beverly, LeBron James. There's five fines that are going to come out of that game. Jalen Brown and admi- Jalen Brown admitted they got it wrong. Maybe Jalen gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's hey, I always say it. You know, I always say it. Uh, if you come, if it comes down to a call like that, there's there's probably ten other things you could have done to avoid a call like that. And so, like the Lakers, and, and maybe not for the Lakers. And and yeah. and that's one thing that they said after the game. It was like, hey, man, we need all the wins we can get. But hey, that's your fault, man. That's your fault. You, it's. Don't blame me. Look at Russell Westbrook. Who gets off the hook more in this game than Russell Westbrook, who at what point in the game was that he, he got the two free throws and then he immediately on the, the next time it was it was the the Jalen flagrant or was it Jalen somebody it was uh Brogdon. Brogdon, Brogdon, Brogdon flagrant. Yeah. Flagrant. He goes, he hits the two free throws, and immediately jacks up a corner three-pointer. And then on his way down, the whole way down the floor, you can see it because he's facing us in the media section. He is cursing himself out. He's like, ah, damn it. Ah. Just, but like, don't, he, he's like feeling it. But you don't realize, like, the Celtics are letting you get that shot. You play completely into the Celtics' hands. Celtics don't win this game if they don't let Russell Westbrook shoot the ball. That, that's part of why they won this game because they said, "Hey, Russ, go ahead, take all the shots you want." And, and what do you think? He had the, that shot in OT that missed uh, over. Let's see, what, what did he shoot overall? Over three, four of fourteen. Come on, like, what's he get? Also, what happened like, in LA, by the way? Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I mean, I get it. They're LeBron, but I mean, give me a break, LeBron. 
after the game, he's like, I watch basketball every day and I've never seen anything like this before. Like, come on, come on. You went to the line six times in this game. Okay. Maybe you should have been eight, but like constantly going to the line, like who gets more respect than Ron James in the league? So I agree completely. I I, I will say too, I, I mean, I do think, I agree with your point that like, hey, don't put yourself in a position where the refs decide the game. I do think there's usually probably like if we're being completely honest, right, there's probably one to two games a year like like maybe maybe a couple more. I don't know where the refs really swing like, you know, around the league where the refs really do swing the outcome. And like last night, I, I think we could I think we could agree that like the refs swung that outcome like that that call. LeBron should have either made that layup or gotten two free throws. I went back and looked. There would have been probably like one to 1.5 seconds left on the clock. So the Celtics probably would have gotten one last, you know, kind of shot at it. But I mean, you know, the we Lakers. Don't know win. How that would have gone. Yeah, you don't know. And like the but the Lakers win probability if if the refs make that call, which was objectively sure. the right call, would have spiked exponentially. Like it's just way more likely that they win that game. Sure. Um, like I think I, I think that's you know, and, and I mean how much of that is is the refs? How much of that is you got you got to play better and not put yourself in that position? You could make a strong case either way. Um, all that aside, I, I do agree that like, okay, okay, you you lost that game, but you are what 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 are they now? They're like four games below five hundred or something like yeah. that. Five games below five hundred. Like okay, like you your con the conference isn't even that strong. Like don't <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I like th- like that particular moment is I feel like those are the kind of moments that like it's easy for players to kind of grab onto and be like you see you see like you see why we're struggling it's it's the refs and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. no nah, dude like y- your team isn't that good like you play Dennis Schroeder and Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook together sometimes yeah. like <laughs> I like I, you have two you have two superstars one of whom is pretty old like yeah, like your, yeah, your roster yeah. just isn't that good. I don't know. <laughs> here's 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 my like. You're right. I, I think you hit on the Hollywood thing, and this is gonna be my last comment on this. You hit on the Hollywood thing, a hundred percent. But it's it is a hundred percent true. Those guys. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a well, you know whatever. I do a Celtics podcast. The Celtics. <laughs> if if that was reverse that, and if it was Jason Tatum. What's Joe Mazzulla saying after that? What's Jalen Brown saying after that? Are they going? Are they going as off the deep end as those other guys? I mean, they went back and posted on social media. I, I just don't see that coming from not just the Celtics, but for other teams in the league. They all like five guys. I mean, do they feel like they all have to come to the defense of LeBron? Is it that why? Like, hey, if I come to LeBron's big, you know, defense, maybe he'll pass me the ball a little bit more <laughs> in the game or something. Like, I don't know what they're what they're trying to do, but this to have legitimately five guys potentially fined for for their comments about the officiating not to mention whatever happened on the floor so uh i i felt like it was so over the top even this discussion over the top everything's over the top like okay like it was an obvious blown call but okay blown calls happen all the time the celtics have had blown calls against them multiple times in this in this season hell in this game you know like I, I but because it happened to LeBron oh my god the officiating big big referendum on the officiating all of a sudden the whole world wants to talk about the officiating and oh my oh god just enough okay yes you got fouled but holy 
give it a rest. I mean, this is so insane. Oh, we got screwed. and We're always getting screwed. And we're all, oh, God, give it a break. You guys are not a good basketball team. And that's the end of the story. Yeah. I mean, Tatum mm. would be demonstrative. But I, I, I agree with you that, like, but, like, it would not have, like, I mean, I don't think he would have, like, knelt down on the floor and, and all that stuff. Like, it would have been, honestly, Grant Williams might have might have rustled oh, the yeah, camera. Grant, Grant, Grant he might he might have brought a camera out and showed a ref and yeah. picked up a technical. Yeah, so I don't know. He might have. <laughs> um, also, like last thing, how did LeBron like like all of that? How does he not get a tech after all of that? I mean, he that dude was okay. You you have your moment, but he did like tumble. He did a tumbling routine out there. Like he was just. At some point, the rest could be like, okay, enough, like, stop, like, we get it, you've made your point. Yeah, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give Schroeder a technical for slipping and falling in the lane, and you're gonna give Beverly a technical for being objectively funny, you probably should have <laughs> given LeBron a technical for all yeah, of that. Yeah. So, all right, that's 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 out of the way. Everybody's talking about that. We talked about it. We're done. Let's talk about <laughs> Jalen Brown. I don't think Jalen Brown needed redemption. I don't think that was like something that is like, oh God, he needs to redeem himself for the two missed free throws. But he got it and he got it right away. We're going to talk about that next. First, today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy, super fun, super easy, and just the type of fan- daily fantasy game you want to play because it's you against the projections. It's not you against experts. It's not you against some dude with high powered computing and algorithms and all that stuff. You just go out there, you pick two to six players. And if they score more or less than your prize picks projections, their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. So uh, it's that simple. And it's not just the NBA, which, yeah, great. Also the NFL. Also every other major pro sport, every other college sport, every other sport in general, uh, European basketball, MMA, uh, eSports. Sure, why not? I wouldn't be surprised if they put pickleball in here at some point. Uh, it's just so insane, the level of choices that you have here. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. So if you started by the time I started talking, you'd be done by the time I finished talking about prize picks. Safe and fast withdrawals. So that's good. When you win your money, you want it. And it's currently oper- operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download prize picks. Go to the prize picks, prizepicks.com. Sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users, you can get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. So if you deposit $100, you get $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go to Locked On. Go to Locked On NBA feed. You get two podcasts there. Locked On NBA, which I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison. Also, Locked On Game to Game. You get uh, Monday through Friday, the games in the league. You get caught up on either either side of the, the the game. So you get caught up on the night very quickly, very easily. All right, let's bring Tom Westerholm back into this. The other big story, the to me, the bigger story, but we can't pass up an opportunity to make fun of the Lakers and LeBron. I had to get that out, out right away. Um, Jalen Brown. Look, we're just and, trying to be sports center, man. I like, I, you know, I, the, the, there's a business model here. We got to do what we got to do. We got to <laughs> talk about LeBron. I think, I think Celtics fans were okay with, with just laughing at the Lakers and LeBron for, for 10 minutes. If, 
If it was anything else, sure. But for, for like 10 minutes, you said that you're like, you know what? Yeah. yeah hell with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the funniest tweets I saw last night was shout out to, to my guy, Trey. I don't, I uh, can't remember his full handle off the top of my head, but he, he tweeted something like that. Uh, he, he's a big Celtics fan. And he tweeted like, uh, he's like, you think Lakers fans think I care about that? Like the Celtics shouldn't have won that game. I think it's fantastic that they got cheated out of a win. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> it actually is. I think you're Celtics fans. You're like, you won. Oh, but you, you cheated the Lakers out of a win. Oh, that's that is amazing. That is actually the reaction yeah. seems to be a lot more like, <laughs> like point you know, laugh. It's about there time. It's about time it happened to you. Yeah. Uh, but okay. But really, honestly, why they won that game is Jalen Brown. Yeah, who was just awful for the first three. Well, I shouldn't say that actually because he had ten points in the first quarter. Uh, but he got into foul trouble, and it seemed like once the foul trouble started to happen, he got into his own head again. Uh, he had that horrible turnover uh, after a rebound. He called it an inbound, but he got he got a rebound, and he tried to push it ahead to Malcolm Brogdon, and Lonnie Walker stole it, I think, and 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 laid it up. And afterwards, like uh, Al Horford popped up off the bench and like waved his towel at Jalen, like "Come on!" and like really like got into his and. and it was just it was just bad for Jalen at that point. But then, <laughs> amazing how life works. He gets to the line. He gets a, a a. Can we talk about this sequence for a second? That that three pointer that Al Horford missed, that went off the top of the backboard. Uh, and then he gets Jalen gets the offensive rebound and the foul. You heard the. On the on the broadcast, I watched it again afterwards. You can hear the smack, and the refs like three seconds later. I counted almost three seconds later. We're finally like, "Oh wait, we should call that foul." <laughs> so it took like three seconds for them to make the call, and he gets to the line and he makes the free throw to tie the game before this whole LeBron histrionics and all that stuff. I, I just think it's just wild that Jalen. He he doesn't need redemption. He we would have forgotten about those two free throws. You know, didn't it didn't matter if he ever got free throws again to tie. We wouldn't go back at the end of his career and be like, you know, he never atoned for those two free throws. Remember uh, that Knicks game in January of 2023? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have done that. But right. but the next day to get that opportunity, you're like, oh oh look at this. Look at here we are again. And yeah. and for him to not only make that, but to to end up scoring 20 points over the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter and five minutes of overtime, that was an amazing bounce back redemption story. All of that stuff. It was just amazing to watch. He was great. I mean, and like, you know, especially to, to do that on a night when, when Tatum is really struggling. I mean, I know Tatum did some, some good stuff late, but like, I mean, really just like tough, tough game for Tatum, um, you know, to do that on a night when, uh, you know, the Celtics really needed it. it Honestly, the whole game to me felt like if Tatum doesn't turn it on, they're going to lose this game. And a yeah. big part of that was because Jalen was on the sideline with foul trouble. Like, you know, he had uh, five fouls. I don't remember when he picked up his fifth, but it was he played with five for a while, like certainly the whole overtime period. And uh, at the top, the offensive foul to start the fourth quarter. Right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, you know, 17 minutes uh, of, of game time that he was uh that he was in, that he was in super foul trouble. And so it just, to me that, especially in the fourth quarter, it just felt like it, look, if Tatum doesn't explode here, the Celtics are doomed. And it, you know, Tatum never exploded, but Jalen was just excellent. And uh, you know, I thought 
that free throw, I, I don't know what you thought when he was stepping to the line. I was like, oh no, he's yeah. like, I was like pretty, I was like, I think he's going to miss this one. This is going to be a yeah. whole talking point yet again, but no, I mean, look, I, I'm, I, I mean, I had my, uh, Jason Tatum is about to lose all his, uh, his life savings. Uh, cause he said he was going <laughs> to bet all, said he was going to bet all his money right. on Jalen the next right. time. And it's like, whoo, bet you didn't expect to have to pony up this quickly. Uh, yeah. Tatum, did you? Yeah. But, uh, but you know, he, uh, he, he came through and, and I mean, you know, it was funny too. Like some of those, there was a couple of like, kind of like, no, no, yes shots. You know, that, that, that pull up three in overtime was just like the three pointer. Ooh, I literally, I, as he pulled up, I was like, Oh my God. And then he went through, I'm like, Oh, Jalen. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, that was, I, I, I couldn't help but get caught up in that moment on press no. row. I was like, Oh no. Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah, that definitely was a no, 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 yes shot. Well, and then and then afterward, I mean, like the Celtics kind of tacitly admitted that it was a bad shot. Like like uh, Missoula saying something along the lines of like, I was telling him to slow it up. So show shows what I know. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Missoula, <laughs> you were right. <laughs> it's just that uh, it's just that Jalen happened to be completely engulfed in flames at that point. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, credit to Jalen, man. I mean, he's he's an excellent player and it's just uh um, it was, it was, it was fun to watch him yesterday. He, he played really well. Yeah. You know, he gets to the line and at first I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like you gotta yeah. be kidding me that he gets this shot again, like the next game. That's not how this, is. if this was a TV show or a movie or some sort of entertainment thing and it was scripted that way, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm going to turn this off now because I know he's going to make the free throw because yeah. that's how it's supposed to be scripted. Like, you're not – he doesn't – it doesn't work like that. You don't get the redemption that, – that, that, that's not how the redemption arc is supposed to work. So you writers suck, and I'm not watching this anymore. But there he is in real life getting that shot. And I'm being completely honest when I say this. I was thinking to myself, Jalen, you have to make this shot. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying this in my head. I'm like – you have to make this shot. You cannot miss this just because you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to. We don't want to do this again. I don't want to yeah. do this. Again. Don't make me do this I again. Don't I don't make want to do podcast about this again. I don't want to yeah. write about this again. Don't do this, man. Because <laughs> I have a tendency to ask the first question. At, <laughs> you, at do. These, you do. At, you know, like I grab the Jaylen, mic. Uh, let's, let's just get this out of the way. All right. Let's start. Yeah. That's, right. That's how I asked the first question. Yeah. You know, we got we to gotta do this, Jalen. You know, we got to do this. So let's do this. Um, so I would have had to do this again and be like, okay, Jalen, you were here yesterday. Here we are again. What's going on with you? Um, and I try to put it in, in like terms where I'm like, I'm not attacking you, but also, you know, I got to ask about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah. I thought but, that was an abundantly fair question. Yeah. And so for it to be like, Ah, all right. Now redemption. I didn't even ask the first question this time. <laughs> other people, other people grabbed the mic. Uh, I ended up asking him about the Al Horford stuff because I thought Al kind of like Al Horford is kind of like an instrumental part of all of this because he's in Jalen's ear, and I think Jalen. I think it's clear that he gets into his own head. His problem is entirely himself. Whenever he gets into these little funks, whenever he gets into the, the poor shot selection, whenever he, he gets a, the, the big turnovers, it's, it's never, to me, it's never, oh, they figured out a way to defend him. It's always Jalen. He said it last night after the, the, the uh, when I, I asked him about the turnover, he said, 
you know, I get, I get, I was thinking two, three steps ahead and I'm not thinking about the moment that I'm in doing what I'm supposed to do in that moment. That's classic Jalen Brown. That's the thing that gets him into trouble all the time. And, and for Al to be there and be like, Hey, hello, buddy. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Now stay with us. Like, like it's like smacking him in the face. Almost like, are you with me? Stay in this moment right here. And then later Al's pumping him up when he does something good. He's like, Al, I think is a good rudder for Jalen mm-hmm. Brown. I think that's, it's important because Jalen can be so, so effing good if he f- stays in the moment and, and too often he, his mind just starts to drift. Yeah. And I, I think it, it's so interesting. That's one of the things that to me makes him one of the most compelling and interesting kind of people on this team. Cause like, you know, I mean, obviously Tatum's compelling because he's an excellent basketball player. But like, sure. to an, it's like, okay, all right. Like, I get what I'm seeing here. I'm seeing, you know, a top five player. You're really good, man. Um, but like with Jalen, it's so interesting because like I think there's so many dynamics at work. I mean, number one, the guy is a thinker, right? Like he's he like he thinks about things, and and that mm-hmm. makes it harder to stay in a moment, right? That makes it harder. Of course, you're thinking two to three steps ahead. You're always thinking two to three steps ahead, and like that's how that his brain you. works. I think that's just how his brain works, and like. You know, I mean, that's, I think that's a, I think a lot of smart people, their brains work like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so there's that there. And then when you look back at Jalen's career, there, I mean, like there are so many moments that are kind of not necessarily built to like make him doubt himself, but certainly like just a little bit different from a lot of all-stars, right? Like he started like his first year, he's on a good team. He doesn't get a ton of playing time. You know, then he starts, then you know, the 2018-19 season, he ended up having to come off the bench a lot because that team was was loaded but broken, right? And, the, like, yeah. you know, there's just been this all this kind of weird stuff in his career, all these kind of weird moments um, that don't happen to everybody. I, he's spent – he's, a, he's a, a young star wing who has spent his entire career kind of, like, overshadowed by other stars on the team, whether it's Kyrie, whether it's, you know, like, yeah. like back in the day. Like, um, and, and now, you know, he is – a primary star on a team and it's just got to be weird, man. Like it's got to be like, it's just got to be a different kind of experience for him. So I, I think you know, when you look at those, at those things, like all kind of coming together to where, okay, now he's a star. Now he's expected to, 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 to carry a team, to have a team on his shoulders. Um, and, uh, and, you know, on top of all that, he is this thinker who's always thinking two to three steps ahead. I mean, just, to just a, just a, he's a, he's a fascinating arc. Like his whole his whole thing is a, is very interesting to me. Very very interesting. Oh my god, I got so much to say about Jalen Brown. Uh, I got to take a break though. Uh, we'll talk about Jalen Brown in a minute. First, today's show also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you, so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Go to a Celtics game with not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset with TurboTax. An expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed. So you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. 
let's bring Tom back in. I I, I, Jay, I can talk about Jalen and this aspect of Jalen for hours because I love this psychology, human psychology, uh, the 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 brain. Regardless of your physical ability, regardless of how good you are at things, your brain can be the great equalizer. Um, and if it if it, your brain decides that you're going to start thinking about something, you can't stop that. Um, it's hard. And I always say, like, there's always a little bit of us that that's who we were in high school, right? There's just no matter what, no matter how old or how successful you get, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all of these big billionaire weirdos, there's always a little bit of them, that high school self. That's probably what drives those guys. And like Jalen's high school self, I'm sure, feeling like overshadowed and all that stuff. Yeah, he was always a prodigy, but also, you know, you go to Cal and that's not a great season. He didn't have a great season at Cal. Um, he did make, he did get picked third, but yeah, all of the stuff you said still holds. And he got picked third, but he got booed. I mean, what a what a right. bizarre way to start as a lottery pick. Right. So it's hard to just put that out of your head and just say, yeah, I'm going to focus on the moment. Like, it's staying in the moment, like the Paul Pierce mentality. The, oh, I missed, I missed four shots in a row. So I'm just going to take this next shot. Not a problem. Not a problem. That is hard to do because you start missing a shot. I mean, I certainly couldn't do it. I miss a couple of shots in a row. I'm like, is it coming off my my hand wrong? Should I be shooting this? Is my elbow tucked in? I should probably be doing this. You start to think you get into your own head. You're like, oh, damn, I just got back cut. Like, that's what happens to Jalen Brown. So it, for, for him to – it really makes what he did against the Lakers a little bit more impressive to me because to stay in that moment and say, you know what, I'm present, I'm here, to do it within the game, to turn – uh, and which he's been doing a lot more lately. It does show yeah, he has so much progress because it was not that long ago where he, when he got into that mode, you, he was gone for the whole game. He was gone for the whole game and you were just that, okay, bad Jalen night. Now mm -hmm. he makes a play like that and he can turn it around in the fourth quarter and say, I'm going to do this. All right. I I'm going to make this free throw. I'm going to make this pull up shot. Um, he's still, I still think the pull up shot, he gets a little too caught up in the other way. But hey, if it falls, you say okay. Do that, yeah. <laughs> great, great players make great plays. So yeah. there you yeah. go. He is so so fascinating. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. But there's a whole other game here. Uh, <laughs> the rest of this game that we should probably talk about. Uh, cannot like dismiss Malcolm Brogdon, mm -mm. who was awesome in this game. And this was a classic. Oh, this is why they got Malcolm Brogdon type of game. You know, 26 points, four, four assists, six rebounds, eight of 15 shooting, three of seven from three, seven of eight from the line. What a wonderful, beautiful game from Malcolm Brogdon, who started the second quarter, uh, second half uh, in place of Grant Williams. They really, Missoula really shrunk the line, the, the, the rotation in the second half. Tatum played 47 minutes again, uh, but it, Worked and they have three days off, so I'm yeah, sure Tatum yeah. is getting a couple of those days off. Stay off your feet. Somebody roll him around on a, like one of those dollies. Uh, do not put any, don't do not take any steps on your own. But uh, but but Brogdon, when they needed him, man, he really stepped up. And I, I keep going back to that OKC game, Tom. Since that OKC game, when he said, "You know what? I'm 
this second unit has to pick up the first unit when it's not there. He's largely done that since then. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things he did to win that game the way the Celtics did, where Tatum wasn't very good for most of the game, where Jalen, you know, was kind of in and out for most of the game with foul trouble, um, to to win and without Smart, without Rob, to win that game, I think they really needed to punish the Lakers guards who just like yeah. again aren't that good. And Brogdon did that really well. Like Beverly couldn't stay in front of him. Beverly couldn't hang with him. Like you know, he was. Um, just kind of get into the rim, um, got to the rim for a few of his buckets. He hit a couple of threes, like just really, really good. And, and just like completely outplayed that. Like, again, like they have LeBron James, they have Anthony Davis. So you got to punish the areas where they're not nearly as good. And, and Brogdon, yep. I felt like was a big part of that. Yeah. And in fact, it was kind of wild because there were a couple of times when Brogdon got switched on to Anthony Davis uh, defensively. He did. Yeah. And, and they, they didn't throw him. They didn't throw Anthony Davis the ball. Uh, a couple of times, I was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" In fact, there was one where Schroeder drove right past Anthony Davis. I'm like, "This is such an it's such a Dennis Schroeder thing to do." But <laughs> I see you with the mismatch. In fact, I'm going to drive by you and your mismatch <laughs> so I can go to the other side, and we're going to do something different. I'm going to um, look at you the whole way past. I'm going to like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but um, but they, he he kind of held himself. He kind of held up well. The Celtics actually there was. They did throw it into Anthony Davis. They threw. They got a double team. They got a turnover on Davis, and and this was late in the game. And he, that, I said to to B Rob on uh, press I was like, oh, so that's why they don't throw it into Davis because you you throw the double team at him, and, and he didn't handle it well. But Brogdon, well, Brogdon and, and he didn't handle that well all night, partly because of Al Horford, who was really good against him on yes. a lot of those possessions. Yeah, Horford. This is one of those games where Horford didn't do much offensively. Uh, but really good defensively. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good defensively. Huge. It's it's hard. It's weird to say like he was seven seven points uh, in thirty eight minutes, and you don't win the game without Al Horford. Uh, that three pointer off the top of the backboard, notwithstanding, which I got to say, in that <laughs> situation, it was yes, yes. I'm going to pass yeah, it to him. All Jaron, the Jaron Jackson Jr. would have gotten an assist for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some good old home scoring on that you one. Know what I mean. <laughs> oh my god, what a dumb! I can't. I, I'm almost ashamed of myself for engaging in that. <laughs> uh, but that that three pointer, I will say, Al had to shoot that first of all. The yeah. pass from Tatum. If you watch that play again, just watch the pass from Tatum. Tatum fires a like a pass a hundred miles an hour at basically Horford's knee. <laughs> the fact that Horford even caught the ball. And got that shot off with four seconds, or no, at that point it was eight seconds left. Uh, the fact that he even caught the ball and was able to get a shot off is an underrated, important element to this game. Because when Tatum swung it, I'm just telling you, watch that play again, and you'll see when Horford goes down to, to grab it, you're like, oh, wow, that easily could have been a turnover. Um, okay, so it goes off the top of the backboard. He had two guys closing in on him. Not great. Uh, I thought this was going to be Horford's like, oh, my God, he made it from the corner moment. But uh, you know, Horford was was amazing in that one. Uh, so what is this like the third? This is like the third time in like two weeks that Horford has missed a shot, but did it in a in a crucial way yes. that helps the Celtics because yes. of like yes. the two, two shot clock violations. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Horford is just the guy's like, hey, let me get this shot up there. I'm willing to take the miss. Right. Exactly. At that age, his shooting percentage, he doesn't care about his shooting percentage. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just put it up off the rim. 
right. it up there nice and soft or off the top of the backboard nice and soft. Right. Um, <laughs> and hold uh, Anthony Davis to one for eight in the second half. You're good to go. Yeah, amazing. Uh, shout out to Grant Williams, who was not good in this game, but his shoulder popped out yeah. on that one play. His yes, shoulder did. He had a subluxation, and he popped that sucker back in and continued playing. Uh, he did not have a good basketball game, but, man, that is tough to go out there and keep playing through that. That is I not have, Yeah. I I have sub. I don't know what the, the verb would be, but I've subluxated my shoulder during basketball games. I, I'm not exaggerating. Pro, somewhere between 50 to 100 times because I end oh. up having to have surgery for it. And I will tell you, it is so hard to play the rest of the way. Like you can come back in and, and usually you do. Cause it like, you know, it kind of pops back in and then like, yeah. you're just like, Oh gosh, like, oh, but like okay. it, it hurts and boy, it gets stiff and it makes shooting hard and it makes rebounding yeah. hard. It is, it is, it is hard to play after you do that. So, I mean, good, good for him for, for getting there. Um, what else? Uh, they got to figure something out to do with Sam Hauser. Cause he, he had yeah. some really rough moments in that game. Uh, uh, we're we we got to take an L on that one. Uh, I, I I'll 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 I will hold an L, but I, I'm but I reserve the right to give it back as as one of the. Uh, I mean, I think I was one of the last holdouts, right? If he, started, <laughs> if, he if he heats up again from three. You know, you, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I get. Like podcast points, something. Uh, something. Do I, can I have some podcast bucks? Podcast like, bucks. Yeah, we can create those. We can create those. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, like a little like Dave and Buster's power card. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to refill my car. If Sam Hauser yeah. gets hot, I want to uh, I want a stuffed animal from the gift shop. So. OK, no problem. Yeah. I, can, cool. I can get that for you. Cool. Uh, and then lastly, we got to We got to mention every time it happens. Joe Mazzula with the timeouts. But this time. I think smart usage, the very smart decision with at like three Oh seven on the clock, the Lakers take a timeout and Joe Missoula calls a timeout to, um, continue getting the guys some rest. Uh, in, in, cause he had three minutes, he had three timeouts left and he had the user to lose it one. Cause after three minutes, you only get two. Yep. Smart. Smart, like whatever it was, like he, he he saw that Jason Tatum again didn't rest. He didn't come out at he played the whole second, third, and fourth in OT again, again. Um, got to get those guys a, a little bit of legs. I sat here on this podcast saying, use your timeouts creatively to get these guys some rest, and he did. That's fantastic. And then in, in overtime, he kind of made a joke about sinning, um, which I saw you. Uh, Enjoyed yes. his correction from cardinal to venial sin. Correct. Uh, He's not. Uh, he didn't. He didn't damn himself to hell and complete separation from God. Um, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> definitely a sin, though, to use that timeout the way he did. <laughs> but actually, I thought I thought it was fine because he was playing. He was playing offense defense, and and right, 100%. at that point, yeah. I was like, because I looked up, I'm like, what's Luke Cornett doing on the floor? Why is Luke what? Cornett in the game? Why is Luke Cornett in this game right now? Right now. No. Why did he get that pass in the corner in that situation? What are we doing here, guys? What is going on here? But the yeah. Celtics, the Celtics would have won this game easily if they didn't give up so many second chance points. Like yeah. that's the one thing that we yeah. haven't talked about. The second chance points. In fact, I didn't see the final number, but um, oh, where is it? Uh, it was it was 
a lot. Hold on. Lakers 24, Celtics 11. Yeah. Uh, and, and they did a good job limiting that in the second half, which is why they were able to win. But that's why Cornette was in the game down yep. the stretch because they were playing offense defense and they needed to get those rebounds. So they put the tallest, tallest human being they had in there to go grab those rebounds. And then he called the timeout because, dear God, we cannot have Luke Cornette getting a pass on offense. Let me get Derek White back in there. So as much as it may have been a, a basketball sin to call a timeout in that spot, it was actually very understandable because he's like, because he had that same moment. He's like, let me get Luke out of this game. <laughs> Time out. Here we go. Plus, it did, again, that gives the guys some rest. What the hell? Why not? Like, throw the rules out the window in right. that situation because you need to get these guys that little bit of a boost. If two minutes on the bench is going to get them that little extra juice to grab a rebound, get a loose ball, finish a shot, finish a play, then, you know, damn the rules to hell. That's the... Uh, that's the situation where you got to get those guys a little bit of an opportunity and you get Luke Cornett out of the game on offense. So I thought that was smart. I re- actually, I was going to say something to him in that moment, but I thought that it, it was, it, the moment had passed and, but I'm saying it now. I, I agree with that timeout. I don't think it was a sin at all. Yeah. I mean, look like if you, you, you trust your guys, your guys are talented enough to win games, whether or not like you're putting them in the, like the most idealized situation, like, yeah, getting them some rest, your guys are talented enough that like rested players are those guys should win basketball games. So yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I agree. I agree completely. So, all right, well, Celtics win. Now they have a couple days off, uh, three days off before the next game. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I, I know that they are not practicing on Sunday. As far as I'm concerned, take Monday off too. just get everybody. Just stay in bed. Everybody stay in bed. Don't go get shots up. Don't get just lay there, play your, switch or whatever and just chill out yep. you know do some shoulder exercises grant get that thing strengthened up a little bit Oof. Yeah. all right tom that's a terrible tom, failing man Ugh. oh my god oh my god uh, i was talking about him with him after the game he's just like matter of fact like yeah yeah pop it back in like oh jesus man like what the hell uh hey, but anyway he's leaving out the crunching kind of scraping feeling that you get yeah it, place. it, it sucks I, of all place. the things that i've done to myself that's one yeah. that i haven't but i can just imagine the because it's a ball joint it goes Correct. around the bone so if it comes out you gotta squeeze that sucker back in that's not comfortable well and oh. what happens and what happened to me was the uh, if you're on the YouTube, you can see like this part of the bone kind of broke off. So it was super easy oh. for it to flop right out. So that was good. Um, the best the best time I ever had with it was one time I went up for a rebound, subluxated my shoulder in midair, came down and sprained my ankle on the way back down because I was like oh. trying to do this in midair. So that was uh, I like oh. hobbled off the court and uh, also had to. <laughs> that was I mean, at some point, I should have just admitted defeat and been like, no, basketball doesn't yeah. want me playing it, but I was too stubborn at the time. No, so, no, no. no that's yeah. never, you're never going to admit that. That was never going to happen. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you hopping on, Tom. Appreciate you, man. Sunday, early Sunday. We're Sunday afternoon now. So release this podcast right away. Uh, you know, with the late nature of the game, I didn't do an actual right away post game podcast. So appreciate you guys waiting just a few more hours. For me to get some sleep, wake up, and and uh, get this podcast out. So this this will serve as the Monday podcast. Uh, so I'll leave it up all day Sunday. Leave it up all day Monday. For those of you who didn't want to spend any of your time Sunday watching or listening, okay, that's fine. 
you can listen on your way to work or school or whatever on Monday. Next podcast will release uh, late Monday night uh, for Tuesday. So that's the schedule this week. So still five podcasts, always going to be five podcasts a week for you at the very least. Plus, I will do bonus podcasts as they warrant on the weekends. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch the show on YouTube. Hop on, see what we're talking about with subluxations of the shoulders, or just hop on to just enjoy a podcast on YouTube. Hop into the comments, uh, participate in the conversation going on there. Yell at me, yell at Tom. Uh, I don't know why you give the yelling at us. We're right. Uh, do that and share the podcast if you are a subscriber. Make sure you tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.